Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Kick it! <laughs> <laughs> you wrestle and you're pissed in Chicago. <laughs> Skip the press of Tony, please, but he still says no. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot. Then you fight and KO a young buck. <laughs> Eight bites Kenny and you call Paige a dumb fuck. <laughs> you gotta fight <laughs> for your right <laughs> to wrestle. Oh, wow. Hey. Should we just skip to the quiz? Because nothing's really happened this week. Yeah, so we're going to struggle to talk about some stuff. <laughs> from what, what are we going to do? Joined by Phil James and Andy Murray from What Culture to discuss uh, some of the goings on, I suppose, yeah, in wrestling this week. Probably somewhere. Uh, but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you just subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, AW Rampage, pay views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a very good quiz, of course. On wrestle culture, as I said, though joined by Phil and Andy, and uh, so what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Andy, talk me through your Sunday, which became Monday. No, I don't really want to revisit these experiences. Uh, yeah, right. So Sunday, we were in Cardiff for Clash at the Castle, which was a super smashing great time, and the event was lovely, and everything was great. <laughs> it was like sunshine and rainbow land, wasn't it? Everything went really well. Well, until Sunday, that is, and we got on a. Uh, we were making our way home, making our way home, that doesn't work, um, <laughs> from Cardiff to Newcastle, which for some reason, for some reason, the train home took six and a half hours. Oh, um, that, is, that is completely absurd. I can get to London in two and a half yeah. or something like that. Why does it take uh, almost triple that to get to Cardiff? But anyway, we did that. We got on this train at Cardiff that went to Birmingham, which is a two-hour journey, according to Postman Pat, apparently. <laughs> Fat Controller was being a prick that day because he only put a triple carriage train on when there was about, I don't what? know, there was enough passengers. 5,000 people on the train. Yeah, there was probably enough passengers for at least double that. And we're all squeezed in. There's people in our seat when we get on. I say, hey, you're on my seat. Get out of the way. And they have, <laughs> three of them gave me a funny face. The other guy was like, actually, fair enough. Uh, so we, <laughs> we got on that. It was warm. It was smelly. We were warm. We were smelly. Uh-huh. 
Um, we got to, we were about 10 minutes late for our changeover in Birmingham. We had to literally sprint oh, to the next train. Keep in mind, we're carrying cameras and equipment and stuff from our live show. So sprinting is no mean feat, particularly when you're a size, uh, a man of my size. Uh, we got on that train. It was four and a half hours back home, which was okay. It was a bit smelly. It was a bit warm. I met a new friend on the train. Is a retired old bloke who used to work for Coca-Cola. Now he just goes to every Manchester <laughs> City game, home and away. What a guy. He was lovely. Uh, got back to Newcastle, came in the office, did the all-out all out stream. I did not sleep during this time, by the way. <laughs> One in the morning, we start the all-out stream. We watch the pay-per-view. We have a good time. Uh, I'm literally falling asleep at the end of the video. If you revisit it, you will see that. Uh, we do the we do the what went down. We do the news. We're out of work by about half past six or so we think because CM Punk has just lit a, a match into a gasoline tank. The world is burning. A press conference is going on. These comments start coming through from the various reporters who are there, who are at it. Uh, uh, John Alba is the one that we, we paid the most attention to. So shout outs to John for doing a good job. And... Uh, we realized that, uh, you know, we have to make some content on this pronto. So every other plan we had goes to the bin. We make this uh, thing. I'm still speaking in the cadence of the Italian-American accent <laughs> I was doing earlier. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I get home. I look at Twitter. I see every single person in the universe tweeting about CM Punk just going scorched earth on everything. Uh, and I make a decision not to refresh my feed, enjoy the three hours of sleep I'm going to get before I wake up again at 10 a.m. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how my uh, Sunday and Monday went. It was long, baby. Wasn't it? I did have time to order a takeaway in between all that. Nice. Just, uh, <laughs> that's something at least. What are you complaining about? Yeah, loser. You're fine. Talk me through... Your experience of because I assume like me because you weren't working it you sort yep. of and you had the the, the Monday I off. went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up on Monday. Do you know about this before you watch the pay per view or do you? I did know about this before I watched the press conference before before I watched the pay per view <laughs> oh, yeah. because I was getting ready and I was just like have a quick look on Twitter in the morning um, and like I just saw like the world burning down, basically. And I was like, what the hell has happened? So I went and found uh, a thingy, a thing at the press conference, and I was like, I'm just going to watch this, because this sounds way more interesting than the pay-per-view. It was the show of the weekend. I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, we should live stream it next time. We should. We really should. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, and so I watched that first, and I got so intrigued by just the punk stuff that I wanted to watch the entirety of the press conference to see if anything else happened. I just watched Tony face, Tony Khan's face throughout yeah. it, which is hilarious. You watch enough. it once, and then, yeah, you yeah. just watch it with the Tony. You do like, a Tony so watch. I watched all of that, and then I was like, uh, I'm going to have some food, have some breakfast, uh, and then I watched the rest of the pay-per-view in, in my leisure time, which was very nice. But, uh, yeah, the press conference. I think it's going to become my, like, most rewatched wrestling thing of the year already. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've watched oh, that my, CM Punk bit yeah. so many times. It's hilarious. And then it's the thing of, like, that wasn't it. <laughs> like, it wasn't it that you had this pay-per-view and you had CM Punk regaining the world title and you had new trios champ, or the inaugural trios champions, Crowned in AEW. MJF and coming back. Yeah, rather importantly, this has been sort of missed Nobody cares a about bit. that now, though, do they? The return of MJF. Then you get this, like you say, scorched earth promo, and you think, well, well this is going to be our content for the week. And then it comes out about the fight. Mm, the fight. Kenny saving Larry the dog, Ace Steel biting someone. Yeah. One of the young books getting knocked out. So this happened between me and Hamflet leaving the studio and me going to bed, I think. I didn't read about it until I woke up. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the plot thickens. And the best thing about this, well, the, the best slash worst, depending on your thing, 
Uh, it's obviously very good for us. Like, look at our news news this week, boys. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, you know, not so good for AEW, obviously. Um, the thing about this is that all this, all the accounts of it are different. Everyone's got a different story. The Young Bucks and Kenny's side is completely different to A-Steel and, and CM Punk's side. And then we learn things like, oh, oh, Mega Parekh, AEW's legal, chief legal officer, she was in the room somehow. MGF was apparently there, according to Dave in The Observer this week. What's going on? Everyone gets suspended. They have to vacate the titles. We get to we get to um, uh, Dynamite, and we learn that CM Punk's gonna be injured for nine months. What happened here? There was speculation that he got injured in the fight, yeah, which wasn't true. He was injured at the pape. Uh, this is one of the wildest uh, coverage weeks maybe ever. And and consider that sixty days ago, Vince McMahon uh, yeah. that started. Twenty twenty two is the craziest year of wrestling. We say ever. this every year, absolutely ever. Vince yeah. McMahon retires. Austin came back at Mania. Cody, Cody jumps, jumping Cody ship. Jump ship. And this is somehow the biggest thing of it all. I love the stories oh, yeah. of the fight. It's going to have to be a bigger. It's, it, I'm scared to say this in the job that we do. I think this might be more than a top ten. You think it so? might be a top fifteen? Yeah, maybe a top twenty. <laughs> ten wildest things that yeah, happened. Like, all right, let's do that list. We could probably do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, if we skip the past four months of the year, I dread to think what we're going to miss. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I should point out before we go any further. I suppose that anything we do say about this situation going forward is just our speculation. Yeah, we're just yeah, riffing. Absolutely. We're just riffing because it's it's so wild. Like we've done a variety of different podcasts. Some some great ones. Me and the Dadleys this week uh, about. The, well, the fallout from All Out and, and everything like that and our review of All Out, they're all available. What culture wrestling, where you come from? Uh, wherever you get your podcast from, sorry. But um, <laughs> we're sitting here now, Phil, going, right, obviously, you know, Young Bucks have been suspended. At time of recording, you know, Punk's out regardless. He's As, as you say, and he's probably out for about nine months with this injury. He's not the champion anymore. That's vacated. You've got the big tournament for the, all the, which is mint, by the way. Um but you could be in a situation now where the elite are gone from all elite wrestling, potentially, <laughs> or CM Punk is done with wrestling forever. It's absolutely insane when you think about the ramifications for this, because like everyone's saying, like the one thing that most media coverage can agree on is that none of them really want to work together ever again. So if you've got guys who are as far up the top of your card as, like, Kenny Omega and CM Punk, and you can never do anything with them together ever for the history of the company. Like, that's a, that's a big roadblock right there, especially when you throw in the Young Bucks and everything else that surrounds it. So, like, what the hell can legitimately happen from this? And then you've got reports of Punk being out for six to eight months or whatever it is with his injury. Yep. Are they really going to fire him while he's out getting, like, um, surgery and things is that actually going to happen or is he just going to wait until he comes back police are involved just, in all this yeah, yeah. raise yeah. its ugly head again it's ne- AEW's never going to be the same again from this point on because it just used to be a bunch of friends that love wrestling and then CM Punk came in and ruined it all yeah it seems that way <laughs> and a, 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 penny for, a penny for Hangman Page's thoughts right now yeah because he'd left uh, the building by this point while all this was going on and like if he turned if he looked on Twitter which I, I assume he didn't because he's probably got better things to do on like us <laughs> um, he'd have seen uh, that uh, CM Punk had called him all kinds of nasty names <laughs> wouldn't he what a, what a night what a ridiculous no situation. one comes out of a squeaky clean though like nope. throughout however how all of this is built up like Page uh, doing his 
bits in his promo that obviously weren't mm-hmm. cleared, and then Punk doing his bits to retort to that. Uh, everything with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, their executive vice presidents of your goddamn company, they yeah. should not be getting into any situations like this. Obviously, Punk shouldn't be just blatantly airing his grievances yeah. in the middle of Never a, bite a, anyone. Of a press conference. Oh, yeah, don't bite people. Tony Khan shouldn't have goddamn let this happen in the first place. There's like nobody comes yeah. out of the squeaky clean on either side of the fence, it's... no matter who you like and who you don't like. None of this should have happened. Yeah. And everyone comes off badly, especially AEW. <laughs> Everybody sucks is my kind of kind of conclusion from all this. There's a lot of people taking sides on on on, well, fans in general taking sides. Um, CM Punk's my favorite, so I'm going to side with him. Uh, the Elite are my favorite, so I'm going to side with them. That seems to be what it is. Yes, people exactly. people are choosing to believe one side of a story that can't really be verified by anyone who yeah. wasn't there. Kenny Omega saved a dog. Um, I'm going to side with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm with, I'm with Phil on this one. Actually, if Kenny did indeed go if and that pick was that true, dog yeah, up, then I'm on uh, Kenny's side. to save Larry the dog, who of course made a break for the ring earlier in the night. Uh, which, uh, by the way, the the Wrestling Observer Radio that immediately followed this press conference chaos. What did Dave Meltzer open it with? Uh, one minute play by play of uh, Larry the dog running to the ring. Not. not <laughs> Right. which was funny um yeah everyone looks bad everyone looks bad you know what this is this is a series of events that uh a series of events that could have been avoided by some grown adults sitting down and having a conversation a few months yep. ago uh it's 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 crazy i think uh, stronger leadership will be certainly needed in the aftermath of this to solve this there's a third party investigation ongoing i think that's when when that's concluded they will decide what they're going to do They've had uh, interviews with witnesses like like Mega Parek and, and MJF and Christopher Daniels and Pat Buck were in there. Um, I assume, and this is just me assuming stuff. I'm not, you know, saying it was facts. I you'd imagine that as talent relations guys, they'd have been trying to break it up, yes. rather than waging in with yeah. punches or anything. It's not worth it. Yeah, Passing cr- chairs to a steal. Yeah, here you go, bite that guy, pull <laughs> his hair. So yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a bit silly that people are taking sides. I think it's a bit silly that that we're going. I'm team punk or whatever. It's like, come on, wait for this investigation to come out. The most robust answer we're going to get about this situation is from that because yes. it's been a third party that's doing it. Exactly. It's not, uh, you know, a steal doing it. And I think in all of this, the most important detail has kind of been lost. Whether you're a fan of CM Punk, whether you're a fan of Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, a steal. How many f***ing people in that company have got vlogs and we haven't got footage of this? <laughs> Sammy Guevara, where are you? What are you playing at? Uh, our like, uh, office group chat was going mad waiting for B- the, uh, BTE to come yeah. out. And it's like, then it didn't even come out. And then when it did, it had absolutely nothing in it. It's like, you goddamn sons of They bitches. suck. What kind of, I'm, with, I'm with Brian Danielson. Vloggers are awful. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as Phil points out, Andy, almost lost in all this. Less so now following Dynamite, which I thought was a, a hell of a recovery. What yeah. a show. Yeah. How did they do show. that? But How did they do that? MJF's back. He's yeah. been away for three months. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of all been washed away in the, you know, like, uh, what's the line from Blade Runner? Like, tears in the rain. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. <laughs> yep. We started crying when MJF returned, and then it started raining. It was gone. Um, yeah, weird. He's had a weird few days. I don't think that, that ladder match situation was particularly effective. Um, so Sidge called it in advance when we previewed it. I was like, could MJF return as the Joker baby? He was like, it'd be dumb. Because what if, well, as could have happened, Andrade and Roosh just went, let's just grab the chip now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two We're people here. in the other match, we've laid both of them out. And they yeah. go, no, I think it's time to build the ladder bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was, you know, not the most effective way they could have done it with the mask and then the, the wagged his finger. And all of that. <laughs> That's right. He was Bob Dylan, <laughs> uh, who wrote the song Sympathy for the Devil. Um, 
in this stuff with Stokely Hathaway's group, I thought was a bit uh, bit random. Bit he random. Quickly forgot about it on Dynamite, though. He surely <laughs> did. They had to be up uh, stagehand instead. Far more important. Um, and then he revealed himself. I thought it was a good way to end the show. You know, him staring down the new champion. That's that's pretty effective. Yeah. And and like I like that he's got this chip and he's going to use it when he wants to. And he's not going to enter tournament. Sorry, enter tournaments and work too hard mm, because that's yeah. what heels do. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Get hey, it? Get, do it? You get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> him and the, the show staying down the champion. For now, yeah. <laughs> a few yeah. moments yeah. later, oh, yeah. <laughs> his promo on Dynamite was good as well. Yeah, it, it was. But when he pretends to be a face, it's really good. That was very funny. And then Moxley rules. fixed everything yeah. in like two minutes or whatever his promo yeah. was. He fixed absolutely everything. I think. Yeah, I, I felt a bit bad for Miro not being in the tournament of champions, and then I saw <laughs> the tweet that Miro tweeted and went, "That makes sense." Yeah, <laughs> I mean that John Cry Moxley emoji is uh, not a good idea. Yeah. This dear, dear, dear. That, that John Moxley promo could make a perfectly smooth man grow chest hair. Yes. Like it was just so <laughs> gruff and so uh, easy to get behind. It was great. I, I really don't know if there's a lot else to talk about with, with this AEW thing, aside from just, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to develop, isn't it? Like, oh man, I dread to think what's going to come of this, right? Like, who knows? Who mm. knows? Whatever, it's probably going to make for some good TV for a while. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, even ignoring, like, all the fact that, like, four of, like, four of your top People on your TV show are now out for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Who knows how long? That's four huge spots that open up on Dynamite that take up quite yeah. a lot of TV time. And if they're going by, like, if they're going to continue anything like they did this week's Dynamite, they're like kind of going a little bit back to basics with yeah. Yeah. the kind of stuff and the people they were focusing on and like uh, Wheeler and um, Daniel Garcia in the main event and stuff, mm-hmm. like a big spot. Like, there's big spots that are going to open up and let people maybe prove themselves on AW type TV that they definitely haven't had time to exactly. do. Exactly. And uh, they, they, you know, th- they had this great opportunity, four stars suspended, four guys who would probably take up like half an hour of TV time if they were all on TV every yeah. uh, on the same week. And uh, we roll through Buffalo, New York. We get Daniel Garcia's nice main event moment. It's hey. great. It's great. It's nice. It's happy, warm, fuzzy time. But yet still, they could not find time on TV for the Butcher and the Blade. <laughs> In their hometown too. Yes. Scumbag behavior, Tony. I know they're on Dark Elevation, but come on. And put them in the House of Black, by the way. Rampage is good this week. That's a, a bold strategy, but put matches I want to see on Rampage. Who knew? It's really weird. Yeah, you put matches. I mean, this, disregarding the rankings, watch. it's nice to have uh, Dax Hollywood challenging. Why would they use the rankings for that? <laughs> That's an office in joke for the for the listeners. Uh, yeah, Dax versus Cloudy, obviously tonight, and yeah, Sammy Darby. More anytime they get in the ring, it's going to be good. Yeah, uh, yeah. got yeah. Uh, Madison Rain and Serena Deep. I love. Well. Yeah, I love that as well. Very good. So. Maybe it's going to be all right, but Maybe. regardless, I guarantee Michael Sidgwick has started writing his second book about AEW. Yeah, yeah, it's on the He's way. He's done the rise, now it's time for the fall. <laughs> <laughs> and then and the rise again, there we go. Yeah, the chaos, chaos continues. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Becoming All Elite, The Rise of AEW is the original book by Michael Sidgwick about AEW, which you can get on Amazon right now. But switching gears now, we well, mentioned it very briefly, lads, how was Clash at the Castle? It was really good. Five-star match on there. It did. I genuinely absolutely loved that match. I was absolutely buzzing after it. I think it's, like, one of my favorite matches of the year, if not at the top, just for, like, the live experience of it and everything. And, like, just Seamus and Walter and Gunther just went out to put on a show and put on a very different match to what you normally see on, like, PLE-level WWE. Um, But I just thought the whole show, top to bottom, was just really a good time. time. It was, like, three hours of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was a great live experience above all else. Yeah. Um, we had great seats. Uh, 
wonderful panoramic view of the entire stadium. Walter and Gunther and <laughs> Hamlet and Wilborn <laughs> chopped each other so hard that we could hear it in the upper deck. It's ridiculous how yeah. how, how much they smacked each other up. And uh, yeah, some really good matches, the main event, that, Rollins and Riddle. Uh, I even liked the matches that I probably wouldn't like if I was watching at home. Um, it was just a Shout really good to time. Bailey for being absolutely incredible Tremendous. at managing that crowd that obviously was massively behind her, like yeah. thinking back to the like NXT TakeOver tour thing that they did. Um, and the Bailey chance, and then just the way she managed to work around that match to get through that, like immediately, as soon as she realizes it's not gonna stop anytime soon, like just going and kicking Asuka in the face to like that, nah, that'll do it. Yeah. And each time tagging in, oh, the comeback, and straight back out again, you assholes. I love how they just changed up, obviously, yeah. how they were gonna work that match to fit in the crowd, and it just shows how goddamn good Bailey is. Crowd just control, baby. The right, right decision, right winners. Crap music. Uh, Crap music. Terrible music. music. Yeah, really bad. They got no reaction yeah. in the building when that music hit because everyone was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> the music was awful. Mm. And then Bailey gets that reaction in the match. Yeah. It's like, how, can, how is that the yeah. same Just person? How is like make the music this. good. Yeah. It's not hard. Well, it is hard for WWE actually these Apparently days. So, yeah. Their music guys suck yeah. generally. <laughs> And it's a shame because they always had great get, music. Well, can Trips get what they called? I never know how to pronounce it. CFO dollar sign. CFO. I think, uh, yes, maybe if he's going to bring people back, they are, should, should be at the yeah. damn top. Yeah. What about Jim Johnson? What's he doing these days? Oh, get hey, Jimmy shooting on uh, shooting on everyone else's oh, themes. Jimmy I think, Jay. but Quite rightly, yeah, they're not as good as his. So yeah, fair play. Absolutely. And, and I, getting to see Adam Nicholas uh, experience Edge live yes. for the first time. He was, was very excited. Was beautiful. And I mean. I hate to say I told you so, oh. but I have been calling this for quite some time with <laughs> old dummy boy. Didn't quite happen how you wanted, though. Oh, quite the electric chair. You got a, <laughs> Give you it got, time. He got a shoe stuck up Edge's ass. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> he kicked Edge in his little pinner and he got a shoe shoved up his ass. Perfect. Did you, uh, don't you I, obviously you were otherwise engaged that weekend. Yes. Did you see the video of Hamlet I put up when that I was did. happening? <laughs> I saw that. I saw the uh, montage of uh, me and Hamlet throwing up the We The Ones from, from Mania and from uh, Clash at the Castle. Uh, nice to see other people on board, fellow oosers. Um, unsurprisingly, though, like you say, I wasn't there. And I avoided I avoided literally everything at this show. Uh, the the solos involvement in the main event and the subsequent retention by Roman mm -hmm. Reigns. Uh, the uh, match results for uh, Rollins and and uh, and Shayna Baszler, unfortunately, not winning, and yeah, all of all out and um, uh, Worlds Collide managed to avoid all the results for that. Unsurprising, though, a bit like when I finally got signal after that uh, stag do I went to in the middle of Wales with uh, in the middle of nowhere, basically. And I finally got signal again, and my phone exploded because Titus had been involved in the Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, I, yeah. I thought this might happen. That uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Uh, that was it was I don't I don't have a problem with it but I did kind of get a feeling that maybe someone's having with Dominic Mysterio <laughs> when my toy phone just <laughs> yeah it was, it was so weird we celebrated it like a last minute winner or something <laughs> and yeah like, it was like it was it was really well done I thought it was signposted of like he's involved in the finish and they're like yeah me and you Edge we did it together Dom's like are you kidding me <laughs> and now look at him now look at him. Dark, Dominic Mysterio and his weird... What did someone describe him as? Like dark Gareth Southgate. On <laughs> I mean, he's probably more used to natural Gareth Southgate, admittedly. Hey, hey, it's never hey. coming home. How was, the, uh, how was the, the live shows as well? They look great. Yeah. 
They were really great. Really, they're always great, aren't they? I say they're always. We've done three of them. Uh, <laughs> we've done one prior to this weekend. A one hundred percent success rate. <laughs> yeah, it was tremendous. It was really nice. Uh, can't say enough good things about all the nice people we met. Um, held the first one in a really cool comic book and gaming store. Shout out to Sin City Comics and Gaming. If you're in Newport, Wales, Indeed. or near Newport, Wales, go there. Like they got so much cool things. And it's a really nice shop as well. Like really big, bright space. Awesome. Lovely people. Lovely time. Uh, second night again, tremendous, just tremendous. It was it was a bit rowdier because we're in a pub, yeah, selling, yeah. selling alcohol. We had a real good time. I gave the eel away. It was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge thank you to everyone that came out to those. It was actually really good fun. Um, and yeah, just everyone was just bloody nice. It was yeah. just really lovely. I liked it. Oh. Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Finally, before we get to this week's hashtag bloody good quiz, mm-hmm. bro, he's back. He's back. I didn't see that one coming. I missed all the reports. I just out of the loop. <laughs> so I'm watching. I'm watching Raw in the early hours of Tuesday morning. I'm like this is a weird tag match. And as I think you pointed out, well, the Viking Raiders in this. If the number one could say. Oh, it's because no one cares about tag team division because the Giants coming to come in and wreck them all. <laughs> yeah, which I sort of put to one side because I was so like, "Oh my god, it's Braun Strowman!" <laughs> yeah, he looks great. He does. It's been a while. He's been, been a controlling while. his own narrative, and now he's back, baby. And he is the real mother effing deal, y'all. So <laughs> chewing all over. <laughs> the place. Yeah, it was kind of a boneheaded thing to do to have him ruin like the entire tag division. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I still had fun. Uh, <laughs> he had stupid red trousers on. Um, he's like he's leaned out a little bit. Looks like yeah, looks like he's looking good, looking fresh. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, Bra- Bronze an interesting guy. I think. Uh, his dabblings and control your narrative told us that, but he can be an effective monster, and uh, he was really, really great. Like 2017, 2018, that kind of era, the yeah. Roman Reigns feud was can you awesome. Can you rediscover that? You reckon? Hard to say. 
a lot of damage has been done, I think, with with the fanning around with Nicholas and, uh, you know, various other... The Choo Choo, obviously. He's yep. spent a lot of time tethered to the flipping Fiend, um, which is not great uh, for a lot of people because the Fiend's so good, he just makes everyone else exactly. look bad by comparison, uh, obviously. So... Hey, I don't know if he can necessarily reach those heights again. He was the hottest thing in the company for a while. Um, but he can certainly be a very effective monster. And I think he can be like a good guy who uh, exists just before you need, you need to get a baby face over huge. They need to be a huge guy. Here he is. I think that's his role. He's got a weird sort of history with WrestleMania, hasn't he? Because he's had big events. He's won tag tiles. He's won the Andre the Giant tournament, the uh, Battle Royal thing. He's won the world title. But they all come with, like, asterisks. It's like, yeah, he won the tag titles, but he won it with a kid in a sort of joke match, and he kind of buried, not through his fault, it was booking at the end yeah. of the day, but kind of buried Cesaro and Sheamus with that. Yeah, he won the Andre the Giant thing, but does that really mean anything? And he did it beating some geeks from SNL. Yeah. And yeah, he won the world title, but a bit like Drew, no one there was, no one was there to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's had a... He, the man's entire... And he wasn't in line to have a title shot, of course, until Roman went away. Yeah. Like, the man's entire wrestling career is really weird because he debuted on TV without having a single match in NXT. Maybe he had a couple of house show... Pissy yeah. trousers, yeah, wasn't he? Pissy trousers. He had all that. And when he came in the Wyatt family, he, like... He, he, had, he hadn't quite found his look, I think. No. Um, he started looking a lot more intimidating when he, like, tied the hair back and stuff. But I guess in the Wyatt family, he looks greener than Grinch piss. Like, yes. yeah. the greenest man who ever greened. And then suddenly, he looked amazing. <laughs> what like, happened that? I don't remember yeah. the night that it happened, but it was suddenly, yeah, it went from, like, Ugh, I really don't have to see that. Yeah, green guy who can't really yeah. work. Like, oh, here he is. He's smashing up a double base or whatever. I think it was when he, uh, he had those matches with Sami Zayn. I think that was around about the turning point because you remember he was doing those squash matches against jobbers and he was doing that reverse chokeslam thing that Ugh. like looked like yeah, it killed people. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then he figured it out. And then he was awesome. The Roman Reigns feud was incredible. I loved the Bobby Lashley feud a few years later. It was the a good Brock time. The fight was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved his interview. The reasons, but. His interview after that was so funny as well. He was like, yeah, man, we're just, you know, two big bulls going at it. It's like, nah, mate, you accidentally need him in the face or whatever and it was. Calm the f yeah. <laughs> uh, brother, it wasn't as simple as uh, two big bulls going at you it, was it? We'll always have the grappling hook, though. Oh, always impressed yeah. by it. I watched that again. It was on like a top 10 the other day from WWE yeah. about Braun. I'm happy to have him back. It's, Me too. I mean, it's, it's weird. You're like, oh, Vince has gone, Trips is here. Right, now's the time for the smaller guys. Here's Gargano, here's Tommaso Ciampa. He's given people their names back, yeah. Matt Riddle. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. We've also got Karrion Cross, Braun Strowman, and, of course, the biggest big guy of all, Top Dollar. Now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in being intrigued to see where money, these money, go. Money, 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 money. We were sort of speculating on the, the SmackDown preview earlier, me and Hanfler. I, I said, I think, touch wood, you've got everything in place right now for a road to WrestleMania from here. Put the title on Ronda from Liv at Extreme Rules, but you make her be a bit of a nasty by beating her up maybe too much or beating her up after the bell, starting that heel turn for Ronda again because it sort of failed when yep. you tried to make the sympathetic baby face just well, be a loser, basically. <laughs> and Roman, it's a straight shot for me now. Roman's just like, bye, see you at Mania. And Cody's like, yep, I will. But now you've got Carrion, and of course now you've got Braun, and, and it's going to be intriguing to see where Braun fits in all this. Yeah, and I think like if you're just doing a road to WrestleMania of people that Roman can beat, like Karen's yeah. a great one, Braun's a great one, Seth is another one that you can throw in there. Like you can get a couple of months out of each one of those with some pay-per-view main events that'll be fine, like um, mm -hmm. just treading water until we get to Mania and hopefully Cody. 
Um, but what I think like all three of those are like just good opponents for a minute. What do you do with Braun at Mania? Does he, is he the one to beat Gunther? Bra- mm. Nah. Not for you? Nah. I, the, I hate saying this, right, because it's been said so many times over the last 30 years, and it's not true whatsoever, but maybe it will be now. Uh, I would prefer the mid-cut, the IC title to be more of a workhorse type deal. Um, so that's not to say that Braun isn't a hard worker. He might be the hardest worker of them all. Who knows? We don't see him in training or whatever. But uh, like, I'd like uh, someone you know, who's a bit more technical, perhaps, to dethrone It feels Walker. like a David Goliath thing. Yeah, like maybe a Gar- Gargano. John, Jonathan Gargano, perhaps. <laughs> Someone like that. But like, Bronn Mania, probably just some silly spectacle. Bobby? You know, no, run, I was going to say, you've yeah. always got Bobby and go to the Run US. that back. Oh, yes, run that back. Run that back. That was so awesome. They went through the wall. Yeah. That's, was, maybe that's run that back without the reins on that Vince McMahon obviously will apply yes. on these kind of things and let them do whatever it is they want to do as two big, beefy boys. Oh, yeah. That was so awesome. <laughs> that, that Was it like a false count anywhere match they had? It was so great. Yeah. Do that again. Just fireworks popcorn nonsense yeah, exactly. Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. I love those matches where it's like leave your star ratings at the door and have fun awesome <laughs> a wild wild seven days oh, I can't wait for next week our news video on Monday is going to be like man wrestles match <laughs> like <laughs> we're going to be cooked like oh remember the, the glory days the first week first week of September it's like uh, July last year when the CM Punk story broke yeah shout out to Sean good job and then, uh, like a week later, it was like, oh, Brian Danielson's going to AEW. Oh. oh, Adam Cole's leaving WWE. It was like, oh, my goodness. It was the same kind of role, wasn't yes. it? Yes. I love it. When it rains, it pours. Oh, yeah, especially in this office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inside right. baseball. Right. Uh, well, enough of all that. It is now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's Bloody Good Quiz is brought to you by Pugsy G. If you want your name associated with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Caught Dressing on iTunes. Leave us a review on there, preferably five stars, just like Pugsy G did. Five stars, not one star. No, for once. All right, I heard about the, I heard about some insults that were in there. Well, yes, yeah, reiterated here by Pugsy G, who writes, Papa H, living inside that coconut rent-free lately. <laughs> Came for the Tony D impressions. Stayed for the deft analysis. Keep up the good work, boys. Thank Aww, you, Pugsy J. Love it. I'm going to tell the coconut. Was it a coconut with glasses? Yeah. That's really mean. It's horrible. I mean, I look like a kiwi fruit with big ears. So <laughs> uh, Stone Cold ET is what I look like, according oh, to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> what culture is fruitless? <laughs> uh, unsurprisingly, this week's quiz is all about backstage fights. Hey. hey. How many of the questions? Ah, actually, that'll spoil an answer. Yeah. <laughs> right, do that, uh, usual rules, though. Multiple choice. Shout your name. Wait for me to come to you. And remember, it's just for fun. Hey. Just for fun. Okay. okay. Question number one. I'm going to turn this a little bit. Question number one. Get out of my face. Uh, what was the number one entry in Andrew Pollard's list? You met Pollard, didn't you? Uh, yeah, he's a Goliath. He's a big man. He's gigantic. We're not expecting this from Pollard it's for like some a, reason. He is a he is a big dude. Was the jolly green giant Welsh? Because <laughs> <laughs> if he was, it was Andrew Pollard. He's a lovely guy. A ringing endorsement. Very yes. powerful man. Very powerful. Uh, anyway, him. he wrote a list uh, on WhatCulture.com, which is available to read right now, called the ten called ten huge backstage fights that happened after wrestling matches. But what was the number one entry? Was it? Chris Jericho versus Bill Goldberg, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, Sid Vicious versus Arn Anderson, mm-hmm. or Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero. Bill. Ah. 
I know the answer. Uh, I am going to go off. It's a Pollard list, so the one with Bret Hart in it. Oh, it's a good strategy. <laughs> no, dear. Oh, oh, my goodness. I, my I was God. certain that that was the yeah, answer. Yeah, me too. Man loves Bret Hart, and understandably yeah. so. I think he was maybe top three. Yeah, he's the, the greatest uh, Canadian wrestler of all time. Uh, so you got Jericho Goldberg, Sid Vicious versus Arn, versus Arn Anderson, or Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero. <sighs> Goldberg. No, dear, yeah, that's Guerrero. wrong. Sid Vicious and Arn what? Anderson. What? Uh, All right. With scissors involved. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> question number was, two. Uh, scissors. <laughs> where in the UK played host to the infamous Sid versus Arn scissor fight? Scissorberg. <laughs> Was it Sheffield, Blackburn, Glasgow, or whoa, 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 whoa. What, what was that? Glasgow, Glasgow, Glasgow. All right, continue. <laughs> or Banger. I got no goddamn clue. Funny, isn't it? Uh, uh, bangy, bangy. Well, uh, D, uh, Andy, D, because that's a connection to Pollard. It's Wales. Yeah, it's in Wales. Wales. Bangor. No, dear. Pollard! Be uh, more of a gimmick, man. Sheffield, Blackburn, or Glasgow? Let's go Sheffield. No, dear. Uh, that's wrong. I thought like Sheffield Steel, they might have made scissors. Yeah. You never know. Blackburn was the correct well, answer. You can't burn a pair of scissors. Uh, <laughs> that's a How many weird stab move. wounds? Sid had four stab wounds. He didn't have 20. I don't know. It was, uh, And he brought the scissors. I'm fairly certain Arn did. Yeah. How's yeah, that yeah, happened? <laughs> Soundtrack by the band Scissor Fight. Question three. Uh, which wrestling jobber... Uh, this isn't, I'm not besmirching them. Okay. They were... They, anyway. Jobbery guy. Which wrestling jobbery guy, thank you. There you go. Beat up Buff... I'm a jobber. Beat up Buff <laughs> I'm Bagwell a guy. when he arrived in WWE. This is when Buff arrived after they acquired WCW. Who beat him up because he was being... Buff was being nasty. Did he have too much stuff? Well... That, he was accused. I think he was accusing them of not having enough stuff, uh, and they went, uh, "I'll show you how much bloody stuff I've got." <laughs> was it his mum? Al Snow, Spike Dudley, Funaki, or the Hurricane? Oh my goodness! Oh, One oh of them God. beat the crap allegedly. Well, Phil, none of them not? were jobbers. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I was sort of like I didn't know how to describe them. We guys. Yeah. I am gonna go with the Job Squad and Al Snow. Okay, literally a jobber for a yeah. while. There you go. No, dear. Oh, that's oh wrong. wow. I can imagine Al Snow beating the crap yeah, out of someone. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right so we got. Little, uh, who we got? The Hurricane. Hurricane, Spike Dudley, or Funaki? Uh-huh. So Spike. Scrappy, not, scrappy dude, isn't he? Scrappy guy. Yeah. Not a WWE From lifer. From ECW as well, though. From so ECW. Like, yeah. Hard. Yep. Probably very hard. hard. Nails. Uh, Remember that power bomber? He just, the only thing that is the table is the back of his head. Yep. Remember when they threw him out the ring and no one decided to catch him? <laughs> <laughs> Splat. He's fine. He bounces. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him so much back in he the day. He was so good, man. I was a huge fan. Hurricane came from WCW, so I think, I wonder if maybe either that means he'd be fed up of buff, or if he'd be more inclined to be like, uh, let things lie. Funaki. <laughs> I love that strategy. And Funaki. And we'll go no, with you. Dear, that's wrong. It was the Hurricane. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. It was Hurricane Helms. Yeah. Uh, apparently he was like, you know, no, not going to amount to anything looking like that. He's like, we'll see about that. Is he from the Midlands? Yeah. You're not going to amount to anything looking like that. <laughs> that's how, that's how you... this stuff. That's how you speak, Adam Wilborn. Question four. Hey, bagum. Right, no one's got any points on the board, but I think you'll get this one. <laughs> oh, no. Question four. What infamous three words did 
did RVD once say to Taz before a backstage fight? Was it take a swing, pick a hand, bring it, bro, or let's get high? Uh-huh. <laughs> Andy, pick a hand. Yeah. yeah. Pick a hand. Yeah. To Taz of all people. I as just well. went. The, what? Which of those lines sounds hardest? Pick yeah. a hand. Yep. Pick a hand. Let's dance. Yeah, that's RVD. I love RVD. What would your opening line be before a fight? Obviously, been in a. Let's fight. go. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Dan Lambert Wilborn. Good. Uh, question five. Who? Who allegedly once knocked out the Ultimate Warrior with one punch? Was it Jake the Snake, Hulk Hogan, Rick Rude, or Vader? Oh, goodness. Again, you need the answer, because they may have all done it, or at least said they've done it. There's one specific backstage fight I'm waiting to show up in this quiz, (laughs) and it involves one of the people here. So I can maybe rule them out, but I'm not sure. Um... Oh, goodness. Can we get them again, please? Jake the Snake, Hulk Hogan, Rick Rude, or Vader? Bill, I don't know why, but I'm going to go with Rick Rude. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, one of these things is not quite like the others. Yeah. It's and not also, Hulk I don't Hogan. think it would have been Vader because everyone was like bullied him in WWE. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People treated Vader like trash, yeah. man. The oh, Some of the stuff Sean said about him in particular. Yeah. No, no wonder. Uh, he's just a lovely stuff. guy. Yeah. Remember when he had that match with Will Ospreay? That was not so lovely. <laughs> but shout out yeah. to Vader. I love Vader. I'm trying to find this. Uh, here we go. I found it. I was trying to find the report that I read this from because I thought it was great. Uh, basically, Rude came backstage after a match and asked Warrior, can you lighten up? As in, stop working a bit stiff. Um, and Warrior said, I don't have to. I'm the Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! That? And Rude went okay. Bang! <laughs> I tell you what, like I don't condone physical violence, obviously, but the Ultimate Warrior was a real piece of trash human yep, being, yep. so I have no problem hearing about this. What? Well, just an awful piece of dirt of a man. Right. I, I hate to disappoint you. The second half of this quiz goes a bit silly, so it might not feature <laughs> the fight you were hoping to oh, see. Oh, that's a shame. But nevertheless, we'll continue. I'll tell you the fight. Okay. If we get to the end. Question six: Booker T and Batista. Once got into a fight shooting a commercial for what? Is it Slim Jim, Skittles, SummerSlam, or Subway? Uh, a bit of alliteration there, not sure. Mm. Slim Jim, Skittles. Oh, I love Skittles, me. Uh, SummerSlam or Subway? Bill. Maybe Booker T kicked his ass. Ew. Beat that ass. I don't know. Why did I say my name? You said your name as well, so you can go first. I also don't know. <laughs> I was just going to pick one. Uh, I'm going to go. Seems like the Subway era of WWE. So, Subway. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. Skittles. That was going to be my other choice. No, dear, oh, that's no. wrong. Oh, no. Skittles are always my first choice, preferably Chewies. Correct answer is SummerSlam, the boring one. Boring. Oh, that's dull. Yeah. I've always hoping to be Slim Jim. But you do yeah. look at them and you go, I mean, one person's winning that fight. Yeah. And it, I wouldn't have backed <laughs> Booker T, I've got to be honest. Fair play to King Booker. Well done. See, I was reading about and I was like, Wow, I wouldn't have picked them to win that fight. Sin Cara, by any chance. Oh, yeah. The more on him in a bit. Oh, interesting. I I wonder if I can guess the question. Tell me when we get to the Sin Cara question. It's it's the question after the next. All right. Oh, it might have been been Ernest the Cat Miller. Was he in that fight? I 
think it was that. I'll, I'll, I'll read. I'll double so check. You had, uh, got some martial arts experience. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And someone there was, you go. someone was like, oh, I just, I'll batter it. Keep their ass. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Nope. Uh, question seven. We'll say though, if you hear Booker T telling some of the stories about his past, you probably wouldn't bet him against him in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Granted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of like the. Like five time, not know, like yeah. oh, you, you're a really dangerous person. <laughs> yeah, really uh, tough dude. Yeah, big, big guy as well. He's like yep. six four or something, isn't he? Great as well. Yeah, man, yeah. Man. He's in and tremendous back. shape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back. How about another run? Remember that music video we I did think with you Bad Bunny? Trips after that whole mania thing. So yeah, <laughs> and we did the music video with Bad Bunny. He was absolutely ripped. He just awesome. stood there. Didn't yeah. He? <laughs> yeah, And then at the end, he says, "I think." Does he say, "Can you dig it?" At the end, I think he does. I don't know. I didn't make it the whole way through the song. It was like two minutes long. I still didn't make it. I do. I. Bad Bunny's a better wrestler than he is a musician, I think. <laughs> for me, for me. And he's like he's like the m- biggest in the world, isn't he, musician? Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> he's <laughs> great. He could be. He's good at everything. I was one of those ones, I was like, oh, this is a, a fine crew. Because we, we don't get a lot of bit Bad Bunny over here in the UK, do we? Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, another like music uh, wrestling crossover. This is fine. This is to boost album sales. And you're like, oh, no, he doesn't need this whatsoever. Yeah. He's oh, just... No, no, no. He's in a bullet he train with Brad Pitt as well. He can, yes. He can do anything. I saw him on the trailer for that. I was like, is that... Oh, good friend, Bad Bunny. Start a WrestleMania's Bad Bunny. Yeah. Wow. Uh, question seven. When he was in ECW, who did Seamus fight over a dirty protein mixer? Ah, <laughs> uh, was it? Right. <laughs> Christian, Matt Stryker, Paul Burchill, or Yoshi Tatsu? Phil. Uh, Matt Stryker. He seems like the guy who Seamus would fight. <laughs> no, dear. Oh. That's wrong. Uh, Paul Burchill. Why not? The pirate. The pirate himself. No, dear, He's that's gonna wrong. He's going to sleep with his sister in a storyline if Vince got his way. <laughs> Good. I think he was a pirate, man. It was... I know. Get him in 2.0. 2. <laughs> 2.0. NXT 2. Let's get a pirate. NXT 2. I love this Arr. every swing onto the ramp. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I could swing down from that little platform yes. they have. Oh. Crow's nest. Oh. The one that Joe Gacy killed Bron Breaker from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the jism. Uh, <laughs> you're not watching 2.0 what are you doing with your life uh, Probably, uh, Yoshi Tatsu oh, Yoshi Tatsu beat the crap out of him wow. apparently he was like here you go Yoshi there's, there's your protein thing back and it's still dirty and he was like he made a habit of this and then all the reports claimed is like, you know, he's not, not pay, he owes him some money back <laughs> Yoshi Tatsu just beamed at his head and then they got a fight and Yoshi Tatsu kicked his ass good for you Yoshi Tatsu good job oh, yeah. Yoshi can I guess question eight? Ooh. Yes. Is it what item did Sin Cara throw at Simon Gotch? You are, I mean, I can't give you the point for it. Okay. But Ooh. you're incredibly close. Right. As you'll see now. Okay. Question eight, still one each. So I know the answer to that. Sin Cara threw a can of Ooh. what? Diet Coke. <laughs> Yay! There you go. It's my favorite backstage fight of all time. And then he got thrown off the bus by Chris Jericho. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> Throw it at Simon Gatch. That sounds the, like... The story that is hung heavy in the titty. <laughs> 100% that's going to sound like I've read your answers. I just love that story. Yeah. A, a Diet Coke. Knocked I'm, him out. I'm annoyed because the options were going to be Coke. Yeah. Diet Coke. Yeah. Uh, Dew, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Or piss. Or, my favorite option, Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> just Googled USA sodas. Fago. <laughs> that's the Insane Clown Posse one. Fago. Nice. Shouts to the, with them at the moment. magnets. They're they've, they've how do they work? They're, they're still f- trying to figure it out, man. They've still consulted. Trying to figure out how magic so yeah. how magnets work. You know what? Low key. Another album. Sorry, I'm busy. Just trying to figure uh, out. It's, this. it's just a miracle, guys. 
it's like two pieces of metal and they just kind of stick to each other. It's it's a miracle. Yeah. It's incredible. Loki, the funniest line in that song is not even the magnet bit. It's there's a bit where he goes, um, Shaggy Two Dope, <laughs> Mister Two Dope, Mister Two Dope to you and I uh, said he goes, uh, I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay. He ate my cell phone and ran away. Okay, who ate the cell phone and who ran away? <laughs> Pelicans don't run. Did you run? The fish. The Is fish. It- the fish, the fish ate the phone? The f- ate the phone. I Wait, fed a he fish. fed a fish to a pelican. The fish can't rip, run. He either. ate my cell phone and he ran away. So fish. So who's the? Ooh. Well, answer's on the postcard. <laughs> you know the Twitter thing that this is on? Let us know. Let <laughs> them know. Maybe, oh, fingers crossed, they'll be taking a brief break from working out magnets and they've put on the What Culture Wrestling podcast and they've gone, well, I can let you know. Yeah. <laughs> at What Culture WWE you know, on Twitter. Insane Clown Posse are like... Hit us up Insane Clown Posse. Let us know. They're, they're like going through a little bit of a bit of a redemption arc at the moment. Insane they are, Clown. yeah. They are, yeah. They're going through all their old songs and going, yeah, we use some really stupid, awful words and we're really, like, genuinely really sorry. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Take ownership and go, yeah, we were dumb. Like, that was a mistake and it's, you know, not who we want to be. Shouts to Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope. <laughs> the hatchet is strong. I know about, I know about Juggalos, friends. Let me tell you. I've been to the gathering. I've not. Oof, I know about Twisted. There's another one. Is that another member? <laughs> another Juggalo group. There's uh, oh. who else is there? There's Blaze Your Dead Homie. Um, there's other ones as well. Cottonmouth Kings. They're another one. Um, are these people in the band or are these different groups? These are different Juggalo rapper dudes. Okay. So there's a lot. There's a lot of them, man. It's good. There's a. Uh, I think I've run out of names. How do yeah. you know you're into that sort of thing? Well, I'm not really into it. No, but I, how do you know? How do you? Is that you just? You just listen. listen and you just know. Yeah, like, you know. As soon as the Calling. music hits your ears, it's See like a magnet. this, this is what I was waiting for my whole life. The hatchet, man. It's a, a really interesting subculture, the Juggalos. That's one way of describing it. Studied them a lot. Question nine. You know the FBI once classified them as a gang. Really? It's ridiculous. <laughs> they just like some music. And then yeah, go to a festival and drink Fago and yeah. Cool. Question nine. Welcome to Juggalo culture. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Macho Man once sucker punched Road Warrior Hawk at which concert in the nineties? Was it Pussy? <laughs> Was it Metallica, Pearl Jam, Kid Rock, or the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Ooh. Ooh, wow. So I think what happened was there was a bit of a scrap, and then about three years later, I read about this earlier, they were at this gig. And I think Hawk sees sees Randy Savage and goes, Randy, puts his hand out to him. Randy Savage just chins him. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what's playing in the background to paint that picture as this happens? Ooh. Creeping death by yeah. Metallica. Um, what was the first one? Metallica, Pearl Metallica. Jam, Kid Rock, all Red right. Hot Chili Peppers. Pearl Jam, inventors of the greatest vocal style of all time. Yeah, I'm still alive. Daddy G of Butt Rock. That's it, man. He's the OG, isn't he, Eddie Vedder? He's been he's been going, yeah, since Scott Stapp was just a little ball of spunk What's in his dad's back. He once, didn't he? He got what, sorry? He once got hit by lightning. Oh, I don't know, man. I just know about Jeremy. Yeah. That sounds they have. Even floor, Phil, Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, dear, that's wrong. I'm going to go with Pearl Jam because they're into the butt rock. No, dear, that's wrong. That's actually very skilled. Kid Rock. With a Kid Rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought you just put him in oh, for the band. Oh, man. 
Kid Rock has been a thing <laughs> for is, far too long. What is this? I didn't. I was like, ah, oh, Kid Rock can't be going back then. Hey, Jesus. The reason why is this? not done well on this quiz is because the most ridiculous answers <laughs> are the correct ones. Well, you're only losing because I knew about the Coke can. Yes. <laughs> but a chance to, to tie it all up. Only losing because of the one answer we actually knew. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yours. So it should mental. be one nil right now. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing what your brain retains. Yeah. You know, family's <laughs> birthdays. No. Coke can Simon Gotch's head. <laughs> Boom. Gah. Right, final question. If you get this, Phil, it's a tie. Okay. And everyone goes home happy. Mm. Question 10. Uh, you remember SummerSlam 2016, where they said, you can't blade. You can't mm. blade. Blade is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So instead, yeah. we're going to have Brock Lesnar cave your face in, Randy Orton. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just hard, hard way. Is that correct? Hard way. Yeah. yeah. Elbow to head. He elbowed him right in the pus. UFC heavyweight champion is just going to keep hitting you with elbows until there's sufficient amount of blood all over your face. I'll do it. And Shane, I remember, came down and was like, I'll deal with this. Yeah. What are you doing here, Shane? (laughs) He trains mixed martial arts, bro. Uh, Hardest punches in the business. They are. Potato Shane. The tatty master. (sighs) The real carbohydrate. What am I talking about? (laughs) Your mash. You may remember remember there was very, this isn't quite a backstage fight, but there was very nearly a backstage fight between Chris Jericho and Brock Lesnar. That's right. Because Chris Jericho was unaware that Brock Lesnar had been told, this is the safest way to do it. That's right, my friend. Chris Jericho subsequently revealed in an interview he had a strategy if he was going to fight Brock Lesnar. What was this strategy? Was it A, go for the eyes, B, Kick him in the dick. <laughs> C, pinch his nipples. Or D, bite his f***ing nose off. Andy, it was bite his nose off. <laughs> Yay! I aggregated this on the website a few weeks ago. <laughs> I, like, so what's the exit strategy here? So you go, I'm not at Brock, I'm not happy with you. That's out of order. And before Brock's had the chance to say, it's not my fault. They've told me to do this. You're on his nose, biting as hard as you can. biting his nose. Okay, I've got that, right? Then He reels back. Ah! My nose! nose! I don't know why he's Will Ospreay, but anyway. Ah! And let's say, for argument's sake, you jump on the back of a moped. (laughs) You take that moped to the airport and you jump on a flight and you don't tell anyone where you're going. You're on the run for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> What's that film? Is it called It Follows, where there's like a person following you and if they catch up with you, you die. You die this horrific death. death. That's what that is. <laughs> like, at least if you kick Brock Lesnar in the dick, you can go like, well, just Rochambeau it. You, you know, do it back to me and we'll call it all square. Yeah. You bite fucking Brock Lesnar in the note. Chris, what are you thinking? Do you want the quote? Yes. It's something else. I won't swear. There's a lot of those. I was going to nose the, I was going nose to nose with a guy and he was there laughing and saying things that would get him cancelled. Homophobic things. I was like, I'm gonna bite his effing nose off. <laughs> I see this big fat nose in front of me, and if he takes a swing, I'm not saying this is a tough guy. I am literally gonna bite his freaking nose off and see how tough he is. He might kill me, but he will walk around for the rest of his life with no nose. 
That's if you even get to his nose. You're lunging wildly at an incredibly well-trained wrestler and mixed martial artist. I think he'll know what to do with people <laughs> lunging at you completely wildly with his mouth open, aiming like, at his face. Have <laughs> ever heard you missed? What was that? <laughs> Nothing. It's <laughs> like uh, the advice the advice people give you when you're going to be attacked by a deadly animal. You know, when they get a shark coming at you, like this guy's just like, it's fine. If a shark comes to you, just punch it in the nose and it will swim away. <laughs> oh, I need bother. Yeah. Fine, well, yeah. well, if I just miss its nose and my fist goes in its mouth. What? Like, like Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, the other one, no problem. What? It, like an alligator as well. People go, oh, well, the jaws are really powerful going down, but when they're coming up, so you just hold it down? <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm sure, that's, I'm sure that's a piece of piss, mate. I sound. It's like you know? an absolute madman version of Eddie Guerrero trying to double leg Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah. I do realize who Kurt Angle is, Eddie. You're uh, yeah. not going to be able to take this Eddie's guy down. Eddie's going to give a bastard because Eddie's just like, I'm crazy. I'll just, I'll do it. Yeah, I don't care. Oh. Oh. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do, yeah. huh? These wise guys. Well, anyway. With that, <laughs> the end of the quiz. And this week's winner is Andy Murray. Hey, I knew my spirit knowledge of coke cans and biting noses off was going to come to my benefit one day. <laughs> Congratulations <Finally>. to you, <laughs> Andy Murray. Uh, do let us know how you got on on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, and, uh, yeah, any more fun stories from Backstage Facts? Maybe we'll include them next week because God knows there might be more knowing the way this uh, this week's gone so far. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend and don't pay any attention to wrestling would be my yes, advice. probably for the best. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Watch there, you can follow all three of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow Andy at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hatchet. Shoutouts to the Juggalos. Earnestly. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter. I've never met a Juggalo who wasn't a legend, you know. <laughs> Adam Wilward on Twitter. Uh, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Already out right now is our SmackDown preview and our Rampage preview. But for now, this has been Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Phil Chambers, to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 